You guys know I'm all about making our lives as easy as possible in sobriety. Well, you can eat stress-free this spring with Factor Meals, and they're offering my listeners 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month with code HAPPIEST50. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted and dietitian approved You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options plus more than 60 different add-ons. What I love so much about Factor is that I've never been someone who makes time for cooking, but with Factor, I have delicious meals ready to go and on the table in just two minutes so I can get back to doing what I want with my time without the hassle of any prep, cooking, or cleanup, a total godsend. Factor is also celebrating Earth Day all month long, so look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash happiest50 and use code happiest50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. That's code happiest50 at factormeals.com slash happiest50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in our lives, and when we get sober, they can almost feel magnified at first because we're adjusting to feeling all our feelings again rather than using alcohol to numb them. I was honestly really surprised when I got sober at how many emotions came up for me. I remember literally saying, I have so many feelings right now, and it felt really overwhelming having to feel them all. But the great thing about that is that it gave me the clarity and awareness that I had some things to work through, like people-pleasing and like my own self-talk. That's where therapy can be so helpful because it's a safe space to get things off your chest and begin to work through what's been weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. What I really love about BetterHelp is that it's entirely online. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire and you'll be matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime with no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com happiest today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash happiest. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. I would not be starting the new year off right if I did not have you, Mom, here with me for our first episode (laughs) of 2024. How's it going? Happy New Year. (laughs) Happy New Year. Can you believe how fast 2023 flew? Yeah, didn't it? I can't get over it. It's crazy. I know. Time keeps getting quicker and quicker and quicker. I know. Yeah. How are you feeling, Mom, post holidays also side note we're mm-hmm. record we were going to record this episode like the weekend on the weekend and then we we're going to record it on new year's eve and now we're recording it on new year's day <laughs> so it is officially 2024 <laughs> um and this episode's coming out tomorrow but so like the holidays just finished i just got home this morning because i stayed yes. the night at my sister's and i got home and all the decorations were down already yeah how are you feeling post holidays how did they go for you you know what they were really um, really good. It's my favorite time of year. I love the holidays, but God, that was busy. They were I so busy. busy. I know. I was just talking about it with Jack this morning saying, I feel like pre COVID, I used to do so much more entertaining mm-hmm. over the holidays, but now even doing less feels like more. Right, but I feel like you just did more this year. We had a lot of extra little things this Mm -hmm. year that Mm -hmm. happened. I know, like towards the end of it, I was Mm -hmm. at my limit. I know, I know. It just felt like they. It just felt like it wasn't ending this year. Like it was, it was was good, but by the end, it got very tiring. I felt like so. I'm like so excited for New Year's. Me too. 
Me too. Well, yeah. And that's what I feel like. I mean, it's the start of a new year and it's dry January. And I kind of want to talk about both of those, those things today, but we just had an extensive chat mom about new year's resolutions <laughs> we did. and we're so we couldn't be more polar opposite because i'm like obsessed i write out such an extensive list of intentions i call them intentions not resolutions yeah. but you you're not a like new year's doesn't do much for you <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't do you know what drinking or sober it's never done anything for me i've always never been a new year's person I think like as a drinker, New Year's, I always felt very sad, very melancholy after I had a few drinks. <laughs> like, oh my God, where's time going? You know, mm. like it's always sort of depressing for me. And um, and then sober, it certainly isn't depressing, but I like I'm just so feel so indifferent about New Year's. That's but so funny. So funny is you love this idea. You've really embraced this idea of, and maybe it's because when I was growing up and younger, it was like, what are your goals for mm. New Year? And I'm not a goal person. Yeah. I don't want to set goals. I don't want to like, it feels like pressure to me. Right. So, which is so funny that you love to do it, but I love the reframe. Um, of intentions what are your intentions that just feels easier it feels more yeah more like heart-centered to me it feels driven more by intuition or I don't know something from the inside as opposed to these sort of outside goals that Mm -hmm. I should set so there's just something funny about the word intention that feels easier for me anyways as you said we had this huge conversation about it and about you can, you go ahead and say how it lights you up. But after well, that yeah. conversation, I did my own little list and you did, I did. And can oh, I say, I'm to look at it later. I felt a little bit of a, Oh, this could maybe be a good thing. It feels almost like direction for the year. Yes. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is, mom, because like resolution and goal setting, like I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of people start off a new year and they're like, I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to get a job promotion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. And like mine is yeah. not like that. Like I was reading them to you. It's like little things. It's like, this is what I want my morning routine to be. Yeah. I want to like do this and this before I check my phone in the morning. Mm-hmm. I want to like really it's more about like my habits and like my mindset and little changes mm-hmm. I want to make. Like I want to snooze my alarm less I want to mm-hmm. get like get I want to get my sleep schedule in order because it's been out of whack for the last while I have gotten a little better at that lately um but like things like that really just about like how I want to feel what kind of habits yeah. I want to have like the those things and it's even like I do like I add like I'm like I want to laugh a lot I want to keep going to lots of concerts and comedy shows mm-hmm. I want to keep doing fun things I want to have mm-hmm. new, like just like all sorts of things like I just go off in my notes yeah. on my phone it's like so long but it makes me so excited <laughs> like it gets me so excited there's this like newness and I was saying to you and yeah. I'd be really interested to chat with you about this mom because this totally when I started this totally mm-hmm. aligns with my sobriety I didn't used to do this uh-huh. drinking I would maybe make a resolution and okay you know it's so funny mm-hmm. um I went out for New Year's for the first time in years. I actually don't remember the last time I went out for New Year's. I think, I'm not kidding. I think I was in my early 
20s. I was 24. I was in Australia. I went out for New Year's. That was the last time. Really? Yes. I oh. I swore off going out for New Year's. Even as a drinker, I was like, huh. oh my God, it's so busy. It's so expensive. You stand in the freezing cold for an eternity at the end of the night trying to get an Uber back. It's impossible. Like yeah. I just it was like, it's so much more fun. Even like in my drinking days, I was like house parties. Um, but last night I went out for the first time in a million years. <laughs> um, so obviously first time doing New Year's sober out. Right. Um, and I only went like it was we went to a little bar that's directly across the street from my sister's place. So um, I wouldn't have gone out otherwise. I was like, if we go there and I can just walk across the street at the end of the night, I'm in. Perfect. Um, but it was so funny. So even like getting home and just like really thinking about how funny is it that our culture, mm-hmm. first of all, put so much pressure around New Year's, like mm-hmm. so much like New Year, New You, all of that. And simultaneously, it's like get shit faced to celebrate New Year's Eve. Yeah. It's the most contradictory thing. It's like you have to like reinvent yourself at a new year and be so productive and like hit all these goals. But they also shove alcohol down your throat as a way to celebrate New Year's Eve. And it's like you're guaranteeing an atrocious start to the start new year. Start to the new year. That. Good right? point. Good I know. It's so point. funny. It so is. even this morning, like waking up, I was so excited because I woke up early mm-hmm. to like drive home in the morning. And mm-hmm. I... All I ever want is to go through a damn DUI checkpoint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Madeline, that's so funny. Because I used to be, and you know this, one thing I was very, 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 like, had a hard line about always. I never would drive after drinking in my drinking yeah. days. It was never a thing for me. However, I would wake up early and drive. Like, right. you're still going to blow over if you get pulled over after a night of drinking. So every time I was driving the morning after drinking, I was like, high anxiety. I was like, oh my God, if a cop pulled me over, I'd probably still smell like booze. I'd probably still blow over even if I feel like I'm sober in the morning and I'm hungover. So like I was basking in like, I'm going to wake up early and drive and like not have to think (laughs) about that. Not be afraid. I love it. (laughs) It excites me so much. But all all I've wanted is to go through a DUI checkpoint as a sober person. It hasn't happened yet. And I thought maybe today could be the morning because they do that the day after New Year's to like nail people that way. Well, they and of course the my first year sober, I went to an AA Christmas party, and driving home I did get pulled over. How and I was how so excited! Yeah, I know right? I was so excited. <laughs> I think that's the only time I've ever been pulled over. Or no, I might have done another ride check, at and like another time in my life, but not often. Yeah. Cause I mean, I I'm usually not out New Year's actually. Well, right. Probably more like it, but mm-hmm. yeah, I know it is such a satisfying feeling to be like, yep. Pull me over. Stone cold sober. <laughs> yeah. To right. Worry about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get pulled funny. over. Don't you want to ask if I've been drinking? <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's funny, kind of looking back on like my love of New Year's really started, uh, as a sober person. And I didn't, it wasn't like a conscious thing of like, oh, I'm sober. I'm going to like make New Year's a thing, but it just kind of has naturally happened because mm-hmm. when I'm drinking, like I'm not thinking about it that way. I'm just like, where are we partying? Like, let's, right. let's get drunk and, you know, <laughs> celebrate the New Year starting. So I think it was just like kind of natural that like when you're sober, you get to 
make like make a list of things you want to do and like yeah. actually believe in your ability to do them because you're not going to spend the whole year partying and hungover and kind of wasting your yeah. time away. Yeah. Yeah. And all the mental space it takes up. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So now you got room for other things. Exactly. Did you mm-hmm. notice like a change at all in how you felt about New Year's as like a drinker versus a sober person? Because you said it used to make you really sad. So did that yeah. was that just a, a thing in your drinking days? Like did did how you feel about New Year's change at all? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I, you know, I don't feel sad. I don't feel sad about anything. Once I got sober, I didn't have that same sort of sad feeling about it. Um, so do you think the I, sadness was like literally just coming down from the alcohol of being in that state of like anxiety and, you know, the lows that come after drinking and I you associated so. it with New Year's? I think so. I mean, let's face it. I would always wake up feeling terrible New Year's Day, right? I'd be hungover and not feeling proud of myself or, you know, worried about the things that I remembered and worrying about the things that I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so it's not a great way to kick off the the new year, as you mentioned. But I think too, um, I was always somebody who, when I was drinking anyways, would get depressed. I mean, first I'd be really excited, really happy. Right, like your drunk self would get yes. really low, right? Yes, and then I would get really really sad, really depressed. And then I'd get really angry. That was kind of a little cycle I went through mm-hmm. when I was, um, when I was drinking. So of course, like I, you know, that was all left behind when I got sober. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I, yeah, I don't really, I don't feel one way or the other about New Year's. I, I really don't. I, I think if anything, it's just like, wow, like we, like you started another this, year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you started saying in the very beginning when we jumped on here was Jeepers, where'd that year go? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, I loved, inspired by you, that mm-hmm. little, you know, five or 10 minutes I took to write my little list got me feeling, I don't know. Yeah, a little energized, a little optimistic. Yeah. There's something exciting excited. about like a sense of newness, right? And direction. It's yeah. like, yeah, let's be really intentional about this. Let's write down. And I like, do you want to share how you broke your list up? Because I thought that's super clever, which is what I started to do too. Oh, I love that. I mean, that. I, just, I just did two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 you want to say what, how you split I mean, your you're list? exposing how woo-woo I am, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> I separate because I am into all that woo-woo manifesting stuff. So I separated it like my job, my responsibility. And then like, these are the things that I'm like handing over to the universe. Yeah. Love that. It's like putting it out there, letting it go. <laughs> yeah. Letting it love come. that. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Really good. Do you want to share, mom, any any of the intentions that you wrote for this year. And I also just want to say real quick, like you saying let like how good to, yeah, actually think about it and be intentional. Like to me, I think what excites me extra about that, you know, at this point in my life is that you Mm -hmm. can't have that sense of intention without sobriety. Mm -hmm. Like you just can't have it the same way about being Mm -hmm. really like deliberate and intentional 
about your life if if yeah. you know your world's revolving around alcohol and if you're constantly getting drunk and then suffering the consequences of it like yeah. any goals you kind of might set for yourself they're gonna go out the window if you're hungover so yeah. it is and I such think a good... it's hard to sort of really be intentional when you are feeling really out of control in your life right yes like, exactly. when you're drinking yeah. that's such a good way to say it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. okay your yeah. intentions but what did I I'm just sorry I'm just trying to just any any that you want to share I know I'm just looking to see what I what I even jotted down here so for sure meditate I want mm-hmm. to really work on trying to make a, a commitment to do that like even just 10 or 15 minutes just to kind of quiet my mind right I want to do that I want to I really want to walk daily yeah yeah that's one of mine too yeah which will be a little bit of a challenge for me in the winter because in I'm the winter a, i know i'm not a cold i ask uh, myself lover. every year why do we live mm-hmm. here <laughs> <laughs> and and so less phone time i really yes. want to work at being more present yes and gratitude those yes. are kind of the main things. Love it. I, I want to come back to really um, a daily gratitude journal because that was such a life-changing force for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know I just, and so isn't this interesting? If you don't stop and think about it, if you don't think about the things you want more of in your life, right? If you don't think about what it is you want to create for yourself, you're you can't kind of do it. You don't You're have just kind of aimless. <laughs> you are aimless, right? Yeah. Like that little the ship without a rudder. So it was a fun exercise. Thank you for, thank you for that. Sweet. Aww, that was really, yeah. yeah, it was really good. So it does, it just kind of like sets you in motion in the direction that you want to go. Yes. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And there's something like, I think that's, what's so fun is exactly that. Like you, if you're not kind of like reflecting, you can't really be intentional on kind of like the, how you, like the way you want to move through your days and like Mm -hmm. how you want to feel and Mm -hmm. all of that. And I just think, I don't know what it is, but there's something about like the idea of newness and like a fresh, like Mm -hmm. a fresh new year. It feels like a blank slate that like, it excites me to refocus that and to be like, okay, new year. Like, how do I want this one to go? What do I want to do? Like, that's very motivating for me. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's like such a good time to, yeah, to, to like reflect on that and read it out. To do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And write it out. I mean, I know. Cause I think there's power in putting it on paper too. Oh, totally. Right. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so it's funny too. And I was telling you this and I actually wrote it in my newsletter, um, mm-hmm. this week, subscribe to my newsletter. If you haven't happy sober.com, um, <laughs> uh, is that I, for the last, like I've been saying for the last several years I've been writing out all these intentions and there's never really like a main one it's just like a whole big long list like once I get writing them I'm just like on a roll and I'm like and I want to do this and I want to do this but this year I have one I have no I still have a lot but I have one that's the most I'm the most excited about most like important to me for this year Mm -hmm. and that is um to read again because I have always been such a bookworm And I've also been like a self-help book addict. I love self-help books. I love memoirs, like all of that. And in my first year or two of sobriety, I actually read more than I've ever read in my life. 
And like, I just couldn't stop reading and I was making so much time for it. Yeah. Um, and in this is so <laughs> bad in 2023 and in 2022, each year, I only finished one book. <laughs> one. I just like couldn't for the life of me make time for it, find the motivation, prioritize yeah. it. And I'm just like, I want to like rediscover that excitement think, about reading. Yeah. I do think it's something that kind of comes in waves. Like I mm-hmm. remember, <clears throat> I remember many years ago, I was just hungry for a particular t- kind of growth. Like I mm-hmm. was, like my dad had died. I was really, really just wanting to sort of understand better spiritual things or mm-hmm. or a new take on them. Right. Um, you know, that was maybe more expansive than what I had grown up and been taught. And so yep. I, for probably two I don't know, two years, two and a half years, devoured books. Like I ate them. I just couldn't get enough. I mean, you're looking right now, you're facing your book. I'm facing my bookshelf. Which is is out of control, which is my little library. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I read and read and read. And just as this sort of ferocious, hungry need to read had started it stopped Mm. just just kind of quickly I just like all of a sudden it it really felt like one day just that desire um wasn't there and it never quite came back with that same you know deep like pull Mm -hmm. but I have had periods again where I've gone through reading and then it kind of subsides and then it starts up again so I think sometimes it's just like that yeah I think you're right for sure I mean and I guess you can make it a habit to try and make a point like be intentional Mm -hmm. about incorporating it but when you think about when you first got sober I mean it makes sense to me that you wanted to read 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 because you were trying to devour and quit lit and exactly Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah sort of that that time where you're looking for answers and you're trying to see yourself and like is that me did I you know yeah true, right it's true yeah so yeah I do think there's something to be said for like riding the wave of certain things mm-hmm. and like allowing yourself to accept one like mm-hmm. you're not you're not on that wave but um it's funny because I decided this like a couple weeks ago I was like okay 2024 read is the year I want to read again. Like there's so many books I've been dying to read and I just have not made the damn time for. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was thinking to myself, like, I was like, I can't wait for January 1st so I can start reading. (laughs) And then I was like, why the (laughs) hell do I have to wait? Like it was like a week before. I'm like, I can just start now. So I started, I had started um, Page Boy by Elliot Page like months ago, had gotten, Mm -hmm. I think like 30 pages in and hadn't picked it back up. Because I keep trying. I did try a lot this year. I just couldn't yeah. finish a book. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I picked it back up. And like I actually had – like I, I got back into it again in a way yeah. that I have – like I like put my phone face down and was like, I'm just going to sit here for a little while and read. And I actually like, got sucked into it. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know. It was just exciting to to feel that and to be like, okay, this is something I'm excited to really make time for. Yeah. And the, the issue mm-hmm. really is that I used to read in the mornings. I would wake up early – 
Like when I worked my nine to five, I would wake up early, like at like five, five thirty, and just read, and it was my me time. But now my mornings is like writing a post or like trying to like message people back and stuff, and that's taken up the time that previously went to reading. So I yeah. just need to like carve that yeah. time back in. Um, but Isn't yeah, it's it just is- excited to be excited. It's exciting. It's fun to be excited about something and Maddie. to be like, yeah. That's what I was just going to say when really? I interrupted you. And I interrupted <laughs> you again. But I was going to say, isn't it nice to have so much of excitement? Our excitement came from drinking, came from everything yes. revolving around alcohol. Yes. Right. And so, isn't it so great to sort of, that's the other benefit of doing this list for people who are just getting sober or wanting Mm -hmm. to, you know, dip their toe in. It's like you are relearning how to generate those emotions for yourself without using alcohol to do it. And so it's, it is nice to have, yeah, these kinds of things to get yourself really excited about. And so for me, I've been, you know, as we know, sober for such a long time, but I think, Um, You know, one of my intentions, again, is to be intentional about connecting to joy or generating joy for myself. Really, like, intentionally looking for it, right, Mm -hmm. throughout my day for little things that I can just find some joy in. It doesn't have to be joy, like, big, you know, fireworks going off, but... Yeah, tiny ways of finding joy. So I think that's what's so great about and so, so nice that you're feeling excited about reading because isn't it great to create? You just that be excited. For yeah. yeah, so good, mom. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. something that um, I've talked about, like my in my group, we've been mm-hmm. talking about a lot is like rediscovering that yeah. feeling of excitement. And I think there's this really brilliant clip. It's from John Mayer. I apologize to my sober Swifties. Um, but John Mayer <laughs> talked about it because he's he got sober. I think you even sent me this, mom. But I just think the way he articulated it was mm-hmm. so perfect. Because for anyone who's listening to this who's new, mm-hmm. like it, it's you can't find that feeling right away. Maybe a little bit in like a pink cloud sort of a way of like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I'm not hungover and like whatever. But it was yeah. a real adjustment for me to rediscover joy in my day-to-day life and to rediscover excitement because for Mm -hmm. 10 years, all of my excitement was coming from alcohol. And it started to be that things that like were, I was doing that used to just be fun on their own. Like, oh, I'm going to go do this thing. And that's fun. Is like, oh, I'm going to go do this thing. And that's an excuse to drink. And that's why it's fun. Cause I'm going to drink while I'm doing it. And so like relearning to, to, like re almost readjusting to finding Mm -hmm. that excitement from your actual life. But John Mayer said in a clip, he was like, you know, when you're, when you're drinking, you're used to these high highs and these low lows, and then you get sober and then the line is more flat and it's lower at first. Yeah. But because what it is, is your brain's adjusting. You're not used to you're not getting those dopamine spikes from alcohol that we're used to, but he said, but if you really stick with it and work it, you get to bring the whole line up. Yeah. Higher. Right. Isn't that so good? I just love how he said it because it's so spot on. Um, So like maybe you're listening to this and you're in that early phase where it's just like life is just dull and I don't have that excitement from alcohol. Like that's just Mm -hmm. the adjustment process. But it's so it's so fun to get to just be excited about life. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like so excited to read again. So, you know. Yeah. 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 Like like, yeah, beautiful, real 
joy, just like mm-hmm. bubbling from the inside, right? Yeah. Inside up and out. Yeah. Yeah. So like how good to start mm-hmm. off a new year sober, mm-hmm. right? It is. And, I, you know, it doesn't feel that way in the beginning. Yes. But, right? It doesn't feel that way. It feels necessary in the beginning, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, And it is, right? Mm-hmm. But it feels yep. like sometimes, uh, you know, that want to piece of it fades and then it just feels hard and depressing and um, not fun, but it really does change. I think that's the best, uh, that's the best little analogy I've heard is that, yeah, that line moving. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. So I'm um, getting sober in the beginning, dry January, Maddie. You okay? You Let's did that. Talk that wasn't a it. thing for me. So yeah, I know. I mm-hmm. I really want to get into this. And you know, a year ago, I did an episode, like a solo episode, talking about New Year's in dry January. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited to talk about this with you, um, because well, a yeah, that wasn't a thing in your day when you mm-hmm. were at the time you were getting sober. Um, but I did a dry January once before I ever quit. But mm-hmm. mom, what's your take on these dry month challenges oh. from where you are? Hmm. Interesting question. There's dry <laughs> January, never... there's dry yeah. July, there's sober October. Yeah. What do you, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What do you think the point of them is? Like, how did they, like, what do you think the point of them is? Well, I think that, um, I think that people do them for various reasons. Mm-hmm. I think that they're, awesome. Like I think any excuse to take a break from drinking or to become Mm -hmm. more mindful about it is really awesome. But I think Mm -hmm. some people do it just to, for like health benefits. Like, let me take it. Like, Mm. you know, it's a lot more common knowledge now that drinking is just not freaking good for you, like health wise. Um, so I think a lot of people do them for, for the health benefits or just to, to like take a break. Um, but I think, you know, speaking from my experience and this is what it was for me is it was very much a way for me to safely dip my toe Mm -hmm. into reevaluating my drinking without feeling like I was outing myself without feeling like I was committing to anything. Um, but you know, and me, like some people listening to this right now might be just starting Mm -hmm. on dry January Mm -hmm. and something that I always really like to say, because a lot of the stuff that I see on dry January is like, take a break from booze and like, see how good you feel. Like, you'll, like Jesse, like yeah. you're going to, you're going to sleep better. You're going to feel better. Your skin's going to clear up. You're gonna, like, you know, you're not going to have a hangover. And I like to say to everyone who is trying dry January, if you do it and it goes awesome, great. Yeah. If you do it and you hate it, that was my experience. It yeah. doesn't mean that sobriety is not for you. It, probably means the opposite. Like I took, I did dry January, January, 2020. Mm-hmm. And it, I ended up getting sober November, 2020, but I was coming off of like such a heavy month of drinking. I've talked about it recently because it was the holidays, like blacking out at my work party, blacking out at our family party, just like being an absolute wreck. And I was like, oh my God, I need a break. And I knew that it was because it was a problem, but like that was the only thing I could fathom was just like doing a dry January. Yeah. Um, and I found it really, really, really hard. I mm-hmm. count, I literally counted down the whole month. I counted down the whole month. I 
felt like I remember being at work on a Friday and being like, I have nothing to look forward to this weekend. Like it felt <laughs> depressing. <laughs> it just like, it wasn't fun. Yeah. And I truly don't think I would have made it through the month if not for the fact that my boyfriend at the time was doing it with, with me and he kind of right. kept me accountable a couple of times. Yeah. Um, but I stayed up till February 1st, midnight and poured a, I poured a glass of wine at 1158. I have this on Snapchat's like time stamped in my memories. Yeah. Um, stayed up to drink. And I came out of that genuinely being like, this proves that sobriety is not for me. This proves it's too hard. Like this proves I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that if you have that experience, that's telling you really valuable information about your drinking, your relationship mm-hmm. with alcohol, because it, if it's not a problem for you, it's not going to be a miserable experience to cut it out. Yeah. But I also think that the thing about the 30 day challenges, and I do think they're amazing, but I think if you struggle with drinking, the 30 days is like so hard. So you might, you might come away thinking that that's mm. That will be what sobriety feels like. That's how yeah. I came away feeling. I was like, oh my God, that sucks. Yeah. Like that. I wouldn't have fun if I didn't drink. But really, you're just experiencing the first part, which is hard. And like yeah. the real, like the benefits come later a for a lot later. of us. Like you still yeah. have benefits in the first 30 days. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's an amazing thing to do. Yeah. But if it's really hard, just essentially long, long way to say is to not get discouraged from sobriety if you find it really hard. That's actually really good info. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean that that's how it would feel forever. Yeah. Yeah. I that was a long, that. That was a long rant. <laughs> no, but I, I love that. I love that, Maddie. I think that's a really, really good perspective. I think like, um, you know, uh, AA is always like 90 days, stick around for right. 90 days, which gives you a little more time, but still. I, and I agree. Like, yeah. and again, I'm not discouraging anyone. I think it's an awesome thing to do. And it, for me, was an important, important step. Mm-hmm. I think getting sober, I, yeah. taking any time off is good, but it's true. It does, it, it does take longer really exactly. to, yeah. kind of if your goal in. is to mm-hmm. really, really, mm-hmm you know, reevaluate your drinking. Mom, I'm curious. I was thinking about this on the drive over. Do you remember how I talked to you about doing dry January? I remember being shocked. Rightfully so. (laughs) Isn't that so funny? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I remember being shocked. I remember I was shocked and I still think I, like I didn't know because you went Back to drinking after dry January, your first dry January. Oh, yeah. So almost November, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mm-hmm. I drank, I did dry January. I was like, screw this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Back to drinking I go. And then I decided September of that year that I had to quit drinking. And that's when I started trying. And then November, right. I got sober for good. Right, right, right. Yeah. Isn't that so funny, Maddie? Hey, eh? like... I wonder what that big hook is for all of us, right? With holding on so tightly to something that's making mm-hmm. us so freaking miserable. Mm-hmm. Like, what a strange thing. Yeah. It's funny because I remember when I look back on it, the main thing I remember is just feeling like this is no fun. And mm-hmm. I went to I went to a party that month um, where I didn't, know anybody I was like mm-hmm. a plus one and I was just standing around mingling <laughs> with it and everyone was drinking and I wasn't and like I 
hated it and like there was a little (laughs) bit of like and you know it's so funny even like when we left it was again with that with that boyfriend who kept me accountable Mm -hmm. um when we left he actually made a comment to me of like that's pretty cool we just like did that without alcohol and I was like yeah but like I I wasn't even on that high with him because I was like that fucking sucked (laughs) like I hated that. So I don't even remember, but you know what's so funny? You know how mm-hmm. I post those um, anxiety mm-hmm. text collages every now and then of like some mm-hmm. of the old texts I sent the morning after drinking? One time when I was searching through my old messages yeah. to find them, I came across a text that I think I had sent to you about dry January. And I was like, yeah, you know, it was like pretty cool, you know, getting to feel like not being hung over for a month and like- right. I don't remember saying that. I don't really even remember feeling that. Like yeah. the the real memory for me is about how hard it felt, and uh-huh. that it 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 felt like okay, this this confirmed that like mm-hmm. oh, I can't go down this road. Wow. Mm-hmm. And all of that just to say, like, if anyone's listening to this who's trying Dry January and you're finding it hard, and that's yeah. your takeaway, like that was my takeaway, and then. Mm-hmm. Less than a year later, I got sober and now I never shut up about how much, (laughs) how much better it's made my life. Right. Like Mm -hmm. it's just that initial shock of it. Yeah. Yeah. When you're so used to drinking all the time and when that's where you think that your happiness and your excitement and everything comes from, it's, it is just a huge adjustment at first, Mm -hmm. but so, Mm -hmm. so worth, (laughs) it's worth it. Like, yeah. 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 And I mean, you know, it's a huge shock. Just because, I mean, everything you do and everyone you know, pretty much, right, their lives, what they do revolves around drinking. So it is mm-hmm. hard to be the only one who's not, right? sure. who's not doing it. It is hard. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I think, listen, I think I think it's such a clever idea because I, I think it gives people – Safety really to do safe. it. Yeah. That's right. Safe yeah. space. To, so someone who's struggling and thinks they have a problem but can't bear the fact that they could have a problem, they, they don't want to acknowledge that part. It's like it's a thing that everybody does, right? It's like a common thing. And Everyone knows about it. So you can kind of, yeah. You know what's so good about that too mm-hmm. is that breaks are becoming more normalized and it's mm-hmm. even being normalized to be like, I'm doing a 90 days, I'm doing a 100 days, yeah. like ta- tacking yeah. on the challenge. And what I love about that too is mm-hmm. that that's how a lot of people get through actually early sobriety. Like yeah. even if they're intending to quit for good and they're getting sober and they know they have to, mm-hmm. it gives them that safety to tell people in their lives at first, like, oh, I'm doing a 90 day I'm sober challenge. And then you yeah. don't have to say anything until you're ready. It's totally normalized it's like a a safe way to do that and then once you get to your 90 days or your whatever then like you can decide how you want to navigate those conversations Mm -hmm. but it does give you a really nice way to ease into it if you're if you don't want to make a grand announcement of like okay I'm getting sober because that's scary to do because then you're like well what if I fail what if I you know so right 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 yeah 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 I mean, that's what I did at first. I was like, I'm not drinking right now and that's just that is becoming a lot more normalized Mm -hmm. so yeah Mm -hmm. these dry months are uh, like amazing it's for smart. people who are sober curious and scared to yeah. try like you can really just kind of dip your toe and and yeah. and just like be really aware of how it feels like this is the thing i think too if you're trying dry january if it's hard mm-hmm. be aware of that and really reflect on that because that is really an indicator of like the role alcohol is playing in your life but also mm-hmm. like 
be aware of how it feels in terms of like really take a moment if you're waking up and you're not hungover and you're 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 someone who gets really bad anxiety or whatever after mm-hmm. drinking like really soak that in like really focus on you know and I didn't do it this way but like if you're gonna mm-hmm. do it really try to see the benefits in it right like mm-hmm. try to enjoy the fact that you can drive whenever you want the fact that you can wake up and and not feel panicked and not like not remember things and that you can fill your time in other ways that you can wake up you have your whole weekend when you're drinking you don't have your whole weekend because some of it's a write-off if you're hungover like fill your days up like you can take absolutely full advantage of Mm -hmm. it um Mm -hmm. so if i could go back i would have done it in a different different (laughs) way i definitely white knuckled my way through it and was like this sucks (laughs) but like yeah you can really I did I did do it which is crazy because I had never taken a break from drinking ever but yeah I think these I think these breaks are so so great it's just even a good way to it's just made the conversation about alcohol so much more mainstream right and like it's I love that it's normal to just take a little break from it I remember seeing a guy like just a news anchor doing a um it was last year maybe the year last year the year before i don't know but he was doing um a january like the new year's eve show whatever that was called can't remember (laughs) but he was sitting there in his jammies because they were anchoring this new year's thing (laughs) him and another and another anchor in their jammies and talking about oh we'll toast at midnight and he was like he made some reference to like yeah well I'm not sure what I'm going to put in my glass yet. And she was like, oh, really? And he said, yeah. Like in um, last year, in January, he said, I did dry January. Like, I guess it would have been the beginning of the year. And he said, and I felt so good. I just kept going. And mm-hmm. so now it was mm-hmm. going to be almost a year. And cool. yeah, so I think he, it, it, like that made me think, oh, what a great, what a great thing. It's yeah. It's a clever thing to sort of set up this idea of dry January. Well, that's the thing, mm-hmm. mom. And like, mm-hmm. again, that's why I always go so hard on like, it was hard for me, but like now I love being yeah. sober because I heard a lot of people say that. And that was yeah. their story of like, oh, I did a dry January and felt so great. I kept going. And like yeah. hearing that discouraged the hell out of me. Cause yeah. I was like, oh, not over here. But I think what's so cool <laughs> about it is that it'll have You're like, your mother's daughter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It'll have two different results. Like either you do mm-hmm. it and you feel so good. And then like, that's an excuse to keep going yeah. or you do it and it's harder than you thought. And that's kind of an excuse to keep going. Cause that's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, you know, that's reason to reevaluate my drinking and the role yeah. alcohol is playing. So yeah. either whatever the outcome is, it's like such good, such good clarity that it gives you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah. Oh, this is fun, mom. Uh, mm-hmm. What's good, honey bun? What I else know. are you gonna, what else are you, um, thinking for the new year for the new year okay Um, intentions mm -hmm. reading reading a whole lot yeah I want to right now the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is I check my phone and -hmm. I don't love that for me so I want to yeah um I want to wake up and do a little meditation and gratitude journal before I check my phone I want to and like I said in the beginning I want to get my sleep get my sleep back in order um and try to work out my my snoozing habit um snoozing my alarm (laughs) which is so bad I want to um 
play guitar more often because it's a hobby that I love that I don't make as much time for. Mm -hmm. I want to keep planning sober trips. That's yeah. a very exciting thing for me. Um, yeah, I just want to be kind of like you said, like, I just want to be so much more intentional. And like, I do have a long ass list on my phone yeah. of everything. Um, yeah. But yeah, really just being a lot more intentional. I really want to be more intentional about my mindset as I move through the day, like my habits yes. and my mindset. Yeah, um, I want to be be better at. And I want to just have, I think, a bit more of an established routine because I went self-employed this year and it's yeah. a real adjustment. Well, last year, it's 2024 now. In 2023, I went self-employed. Um, and it's been for sure an, an adjustment trying to figure out what the hell my routine is. So I want to get that in order. Yes. Um, I'm excited. I think 2024 is going to be a really good, good year. Yeah. It, it, of course, it's going to be a good year. And I'm just looking, I'm trying to see some little thing that I found so um, beneficial. I wonder if I can find it. Um, like a way of sort of approaching gratitude. I think it was to write down, it was see, hear, say. Mm. Do you remember Ooh. that? See, hear, see, say. Hear, say. So it's like, what are some things that you see that you can see? that you're appreciating or enjoying. my beautiful mom currently, right? My beautiful baby girl. <laughs> um, so what are things that you can um, hear? Mm. And so, um, and here, like, so I'm just looking at a list when I was doing this, this is mm. back from 2017. Oh, wow. I was trying to do like gratitude this way. So one of the things was, that I was seeing, this was in October, was the leaves. They were this brilliant orangey yellow sun beaming through. Took a moment to just like appreciate, to enjoy. Here, I could hear someone laughing. And the note I made was, oh, he's raising the joy level. Like his laughter felt contagious. Um, say, and it was, um, I sent a message to someone just to give them extra encouragement and Oh, you know, I love. Blah, blah, blah. I like the say one because so, then that's like a little <clears throat> reminder too to like to do it yes, to, to say something. Right? Yeah. You can say something. You can um, say some something positive. You can share whatever it is. Remember to tell people you love them. But I just think all of these things are ways that we start integrating more joy more appreciation, like being more present. And all of those things equal a happier day, happier mm -hmm. moments, right? And the more happier moments you have is how you start to build a happier life, right? Yes. And why do any of us get sober if not to, to live happy. happier lives? Exactly, exactly. So I just always remember that. I loved that as kind of a neat little tool because sometimes when you're just trying to write, um, you know, do a little gratitude list, or, which again is like, because what you focus on expands, it gets mm -hmm. bigger. So if you want to focus on everything that's wrong, guess what? It's going to get bigger. It's going to expand. That's the things that you see more of. So mm -hmm. it's like switching it to focusing on what you want to focus on things that bring you more joy but sometimes just doing um or that you appreciate right um just trying to track just those things i found sometimes 
I don't know, you can get into sort of a rut of the same kinds of things every yeah. day. And then you stop actively looking in your day for new things. So that's why I loved the see hearsay, mm. right? It's it's three different ways you can you can tackle it, right? Yeah. Seeing things, hearing things, and saying things to people. Yeah. I love that. And I read somewhere to like have a challenge that you can't write the same things. Like it can't be yeah. generic. It can't be like, <clears throat> oh, Love my, family. my coffee. <laughs> I have a roof over my head. <laughs> right. my co- yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but like really not. finding something really specific in your day. Like I had, mm-hmm. I, I had a really funny moment with this person and we laughed yeah. really hard. Or like I had a really good conversation or like, you know, things yeah. like that. Or like yeah. I went on a nice walk and this, like whatever it is right. Um, to yeah. really find new things. Cause it can be like, I think you don't feel it as much when you're just like, okay, da, 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 grateful for my family. Like whatever yeah. it can get like routine. So if you're really like, what yes. were some of the different things? Um, and also something I love too, about mm-hmm. a gratitude journal is mm-hmm. that when I was really consistent with it, which is one of my intentions this year again, mm-hmm. but when I was really consistent with it, um, sometimes I would write at the end of like, in my head, I had a bad day. Like it was a bad mm-hmm. day, but I still did my gratitude journal. Mm-hmm. And then once I finished and looked at everything, I was like, oh, that's so funny. I think today was a bad day, but like, look at all the things I was still able to write down that I was grateful for. Like it can really yeah. shift your perspective, even when you're not in a great mood. Yeah. If you yeah. just make yourself do it, then like, and then during the day, you're looking for the things too. Yes. And like I'll say it again, what you focus on expands, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Like you get more of it more and more and more. So yeah. yeah and you can't focus. Are... You can't be deliberate with what you're focusing on when you're drunk <laughs> or when you're hungover. <laughs> like when I was hungover, forget right. about it. I was consumed. Yeah. Like nothing could shake me from my anxious state after yeah. drinking. So there's right. just like, there's no, it has to go hand in hand it's with no being sober. Yeah. Yeah, yep. exactly. Mm-hmm. So it really mm-hmm. all comes back down to that. So yeah. such there's the seeing Thank being you, like fun. sober for new year's is so good. Like it's yeah. starting a new year as a sober person is just like next level. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. 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 Oh, thanks, yeah. mom. This was so fun. Yeah, was I fun loved this that. chat. I'm all hop- I want to go finish my list. I want to add more to it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Thanks everyone for listening. If you're listening and you're starting a dry January, cheering yeah. you on. If it feels great, that's an excuse to keep going. If it doesn't feel so great, that's also an excuse to keep going. <laughs> keep going. Or if you're just starting your sober yeah. journey then we're, we're both cheering there. you on. We if freaking got this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And oh my gosh, all the things rate review, subscribe. If you are enjoying the podcast, that's super helpful. You can share this episode. If you enjoyed it, you can sign up for my sober support group, the happiest sober hub. I'll link it in the description of the episode, or you can head to happiestsober.com. You can subscribe to my weekly newsletter there. And there are still spots for my sober trip to Croatia. Super freaking excited for it. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. New episodes come out every Tuesday. So we'll chat with you next week. Remember that life's happiest when you're mom. Sober. (laughs) Woohoo. Bye. Bye, honey. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. 
We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there.